Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Jamestown podcast. I am Jamestown, and with me this week is my good buddy, Derek Shen. Derek, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. We're doing something a little different this week. We're going to do something called like a gaming history where we just kind of I dissect a friend's uh, history of gaming and, uh, you know, the games that were important to them, uh, some memories they had, some things like that. And uh, kind of see where it goes from there. Um, what uh, have you been playing anything recently? Um, well, obviously with the baby, uh, the baby, it's been <laughs> a little harder to play anything. Really, primarily, um, it's kind of we make time for D and D on a week to week basis, right? Um, and then on top of that, it's kind of whatever the other guys are playing. If I can squeeze in, you know couple games apex legends here and there mm. or um i don't know if they're just playing some tabletop sim type stuff right. yeah, just, just kind of whatever they're into right at the time i just, I just kind of hop in play a couple and then hop out and go back to being being daddy do you ever uh miss having more free time or is it all worth it in the end i mean well, like honestly what parent wouldn't you know like right you go from being able to you know, invest all this time in your hobbies, do whatever you want to do. And then all of a sudden that's pretty much all gone. And <laughs> I'm fortunate enough to where we can still make time to kind of dip into those things. But yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, I definitely miss it. I mean, I don't get to, mm-hmm. you know, play the newest, you know, hits that come out and then <laughs> I just play it all night and, you know, just. Right. But, but, Responsibilities. Know. Yeah. It's part of growing up, I guess. I'm never having a fucking kid. You're crazy, man. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's start from the very beginning. Um, do you have any memories of the first time you played a game? Oh, boy. Because um... there's like some people out there like, oh, I remember the first time I played Super Mario or whatever. I'm like, man, I, don't, I can't even remember what I had for lunch last week. <laughs> I definitely remember i can't say which one i played first but i definitely remember my first console and i was yeah. i was i was just i was probably around like four when we got it, it was actually a hand-me-down uh so long What'd you long get? time ago what uh um, what console was it it was a sega genesis oh nice so a family we knew actually gave it to us just I'm not really sure why, but we, we were pretty. We were pretty. <laughs> Somehow ended up in your possession. Yeah, we were pretty poor way back in the day, and so we actually had a like a church family friend that gave us their old Sega Genesis, is beat to shit. But they gave us a whole bunch of. Um, sorry, I don't know. I, I don't know your language rules on this podcast. No, you're fine. You're fine, <laughs> cast, buddy. Um, they gave us a whole bunch of games, including. Uh, sonic it was i think it was sonic 2 if i mm, recall correctly the good sonic <laughs> and uh of course mortal Kombat. they had mm. this lion king game which is super memorable oh yeah for some reason for me but because like it was just so incredibly difficult well uh, i think was it the lion king or i think it was aladdin because on genesis and snes the Aladdin games were different. And I want to say it was the same for Lion King. Like they're actually made by different developers. Hmm. Weirdly enough. I don't know why, but I remember that Lion King. Exactly. It was incredibly difficult. If oh, I remember it was correctly. So hard. I, we couldn't get past like the first two levels. I mean, <laughs> after that, it was just like, this isn't worth it. Yeah. But yeah, um, it was, is those were kind of my first memories of playing in video games. It was a lot of just watching my brother play, but yeah, that's all the same for me. Like, I like something like Ocarina of Time. Like, I never really played that when it came out in like what, like nineteen ninety seven or something like nineteen ninety eight. But like, I remember watching him play that a whole bunch, and it wasn't until years later that I actually like played it for myself. Like, when you have you have siblings, right? Right. Yeah, I have one brother. Oh, just not right. And so, yeah, like a lot of the times for me, it was like. Well, the older brother gets divs first because he's older. And so I'm forced to just watch. Yeah, funny enough for me, um, actually, our second console when we actually bought ourselves was a Nintendo 64. And uh, Zelda Orkin of Time was the first game we got on it. And oh, I nice. remember I wanted to play it 
but I was too scared because I was I was still so little. I was too scared to play it because <laughs> of all the I don't know all the monsters like those nighttime zombies. Those things are scary. Oh know? yeah, and the so, the dudes that eat your faces or whatever. And they, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so yeah. I would let my brother play, and I would just sit there and watch. And I still got the you know I got the experience from it. Right, right. Um, so moving on. So what was like what was like the first video game that you like really had an impact on you, you think? Oh man. Um I mean I kind of feel like working at time would be a cop out answer, so I'm gonna try no, to No, that's not a cop out. I mean it, it was definitely one of the first games that really blew me away obviously but i feel like it did for everyone you know like Mm -hmm. time came out and it just it was insane for for its generation you know like at the time the graphics were you know top notch and everything but yeah like yeah like just going to 3d was such a weird and crazy thing like for me it was like uh super mario 64 just like with how many secrets they pumped into that game, you know, like mm-hmm. it, it had very much that feel of like you would go to school and be like, Oh, did you know you can jump in through this like mirror and it takes you to an entirely new level? Like, like it was just the craziest shit going from like a Donkey Kong country into fully 3d where right. you can actually move. Like, yeah, for sure. There hasn't been anything like that in years. No, nothing that just completely changed the tide of the whole gaming community. Mm-hmm. But- yeah, yeah I, mean, I, I ended up playing uh, what, Ocarina for the first time on the 3DS. Have you? Did you ever play that version? I did not. That's the fucking way to play that game. I tell you what, they fix a lot of stuff in there. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, for instance, in the, the Water Temple, um, you know how it was such a pain in the ass to have to <laughs> put on the Iron Boots? Yeah. In yeah, the 3DS version, you can just you can like map it to an equipment slot so you can just immediately switch it on and off oh my gosh and they add like arrows to show like with what like the water levels like what switches would do what so like it turned the worst dungeon in the game to like one of the best ones <laughs> that's so funny yeah button mapping who who knew that that'd be such an important thing back right then, you know yeah it's i would say aside from that game the first thing that comes to mind that i'd say that really impacted me is probably starcraft brood war hell yeah uh, that was another hand-me-down that we got from another family we had oh, yeah. a family computer but it was really slow it didn't have any games on it and so another family friend actually donated their brood war to us to let's copy you know back in the day swap or copying cd keys that right jazz yeah so we we would we did that and i mean i didn't play any you know, one v one competitive StarCraft games. Well, that, that's like the weird thing. Like we, when we look at like StarCraft today, like it's like pretty much only one v one. Like that's right because because they fucked up like the the whole custom game scene so early on that like mm-hmm. it was always just a one v one game. But like yeah, like I never played like, like actual StarCraft in Brood War. Like it was always custom games, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's where I first discovered really like true multiplayer talking trash and all these people you've never met before all these yeah like interacting kids. online like as a kid like for the first time you're like you have no like you just you're you say the stupidest shit like you have no <laughs> idea what yeah yeah it's it was wild and so like I was, it was my first experience of just getting in touch with other people in the gaming community and i realized like oh yeah multiplayer is where it's at and that's kind of where i've continued to trend as all through these years is playing competitive multiplayer games I can't even I can't believe like online even worked back then like looking at like how spotty like shit can be nowadays <laughs> like how did like we ever get through games and then like I remember um like like all the times that like someone would be lagging in a game you know and it would be, like you would have to like wait for them to drop and like you'd always have the people who just <laughs> lag the fuck out of the server yeah who knows dude like I can't even remember honestly like, I don't remember how it even felt in gaming back then but um did you ever play uh they re-released it so you can like download just regular ass brood war and play it on a uh, modern pcs yeah I, I saw that i never i mean again with with the baby i just haven't had a chance to yeah. get back into those things i just kind of try to squeeze in anything i can really. mm-hmm. um what were uh what were some of the the custom games you liked back then <laughs> um 
I was never really big into Dota started in, in Brutor, right? Uh, mainly in Warcraft three, but there are, there are like some, there are some variants of like hero, uh, battle things. Yeah. I, I didn't really play Dota back on Starcraft. If there, if there was any Dota, I, I did a lot of, a lot of, uh, computer stomps you know those oh yeah 7v1 computer stomps. <laughs> i did a ton of those i really don't know why i was so into those but i did the uh the dragon ball z uh games where you just like you you just always like every second you spawn a, an enemy or a, a <laughs> yeah, unit yeah, and then yeah, yeah. you just fucking just send them all and fight just watch big battles of like fire bats versus like fucking vultures or some weird shit like yeah. the vulture is vegeta for some reason <laughs> hell yeah man yeah i mean it was man I, it's, it's hard to remember exactly what games they play because a lot of them actually were kind of copied into warcraft and i did play a ton yeah. of warcraft 3 custom games and warcraft 2 and so it's kind of hard to think back but i do remember like- uh the uh the thing i don't know if you've ever played the thing games in starcraft where... I, uh, is that where like y- you don't know who is the bad guy and they're like trying to like stealthily take out other players yeah it's it's kind of one person secretly the zergling but everyone yeah. like the marine or something like that and that's awesome yeah I remember based that. on the movie i don't know if you ever saw the john oh Carter hell yeah thing. yeah yeah i didn't i didn't understand the reference back then but now that i'm thinking about it, like oh that that's actually a dope <laughs> game <laughs> yeah. type yeah yeah I, I played a fuck ton of the ca- uh, cannon uh, defenses and tank defenses yeah. and sunken defenses. Yep. You build mazes and shit. Yeah, for sure. I mean, countless hours of my childhood were spent on dire defenses between all those Blizzard games. I mean, yeah, like moving into Warcraft 3, like, fuck. Like, that's when, like, shit got real with custom games. Oh, yeah. Winter Mall and like Element TD, like TD, all those, yeah. Why were why were those so much fun? I think that's just because there was nothing like it. I mean, I kind of feel like they really pioneered, at least the the custom game world really pioneered the whole TD thing. I mean, yeah, I guess like there wasn't ever really anything like that before. Then I'm trying to even think, but like, yeah, that had to have been the beginning of it. Yeah, like nowadays but, you can download a mobile game that's a TD, but back right, then, fucking balloons TD. I can't remember anything that that did any yeah. tower defense type concept it's kind of remarkable how uh like it essentially invented tower defenses but also the moba right like did oh, you yeah. did you play like original dota on warcraft 3 i i did a little bit but i couldn't get into it back then yeah which is so funny because i also dipped like six thousand hours of my life into league of legends when it came <laughs> out so like i don't know why i didn't play dota but I definitely like the the genre. Yeah, I played the fuck out of Dota back then. <laughs> it, it was it, it's so weird to think about like the way I think about competitive games now and like the meta and like oh this is the right build for this blah 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 blah. Like I never thought about any of that in games back then. Like I was like right. I want to pick this hero because he looks cool. Yeah, I just remembered. And any hero-based game in, in Warcraft was just like, I just want to pick the agility stat heroes. That way I can just shoot right. really fast. <laughs> yeah, it always sucked when you had like an intelligence-based thing because like increasing the intelligence just increased like their mana. Like that's not cool. Yeah, it just didn't really do anything. Yeah. Um, so uh, you, you mentioned uh, just like Blizzard games in general. So did you get into Diablo 2? Yep. That's another yeah. game I sunk way too many hours into and that and i can't say i really i got really high level but i can't say i got you know mega mega geared i mean i got mm-hmm. some pretty rare you know rare pieces of equipment here and there but i never did all those crazy you know rune lord whatever they're called runs oh, I, was, yeah. I, was just, I think i was just too young to understand the concept but i i mean i'd I did all right for myself for how old I was. I thought. Did you do any like trading or anything like that? Yeah, all the time. And I think that's that's actually why I couldn't get in Diablo three was like that sense of oh sure community and trading and you know just custom games and things like that. Being able to jump into anyone's game and 
you know, beg him for freebies, you know, please give me yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I can't remember how many times I've been like, oh, come on, don't you, just give me a free SOJ. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, like, I used to just like just sit on the computer and just like, well, I guess I'll just like rush some people today. Like, I'll just, I'll be nice and just like rush yeah. some people to act, you know, whatever. Yeah, you would just charge them for all their gems and ruins and stuff. <laughs> I didn't even do that. Man, you're brutal. <laughs> Everyone always did that. It was like free runs for, you know, they just want to level up. So here's your free runs, but I get all the gems and ruins. <laughs> yeah, Diablo, Diablo 2 is great. I have you have you have you ever played it like since those days? I think when I was in, so I played it primarily a lot when I was uh, really young. Like mm-hmm. I think I stopped by the time I was in, you know, seventh eighth grade or so. I think we tried to pick it back up by the time I was like a senior in high school, maybe just out of high school. But by then, it was just too outdated, and we just couldn't get into it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah it's know, a trip like, going back to it yeah, some of my best memories on that game honestly i mean it's it's just doing crazy. like bail runs and yeah. fucking like you would randomly go into like the pvp servers and like people are just like crazy geared out and just like dying one hit it's like <laughs> oh no yeah yeah the, even even just doing those runs and you just you know you randomly hear that sound of armor dropping and you hold alt you see like green text oh, yeah. or something on the screen i don't know this oh, is the rush, best feeling in the world man <laughs> get that rush anymore i don't know even in diablo 3 you know i just it didn't feel the same i don't know why i don't know if it's just because nostalgia but well it's the it was the first time we've ever played something like that think about every game nowadays every game is loot you know yeah and so, like, it was so novel and unique at the time. And I think it's also, like, the equipment in that game, had, like, grew, like, a, had, like, stories around it. Like, you knew, like, the importance of, like, a Talrasha's orb or whatever. Uh, like a, right, for sure, yeah. Like, you get those pieces, like, oh, fuck, yeah. Like, now, like, my character is so much visibly better. Yeah. Whereas, like, in Diablo 3 now, it's just like, oh, I got this set piece, and so now... I suddenly do a thousand more damage. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, even it even felt so much better than, yeah. I don't know if you ever played like the Baldur's Gate games uh-uh. anything like that, but it's, it still wasn't the same. Like I had loved Baldur's Gate and I played. Dark Those Dark. are like much slower games, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's still kind of that dungeon crawler you know, mm-hmm. helicopter viewed type RPG, but I don't know. It's just, it still didn't feel the same like Diablo. Yeah, it's special. Yeah. Um, So uh, during this time that you were gaming hard on the PC, did you ever uh, dip back into console gaming at all? You know, I definitely owned several consoles throughout that whole time. You know, like it wasn't that I switched to PC permanently. I definitely Mm -hmm. had, you know, the, the Xbox 360. I had a actually got a ps2 at one point also and played a whole bunch of games on that i mean we owned a giant library of ps2 games for a long time my brother was a big advocate for consoles so mm-hmm. we always had those console games i played all those also but is i don't know i just you know over time i just gravitated more towards the pc while still trying to you know, maintain a social life with people at school <laughs> playing Call of Duty on the 360 and things like that. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I, they were never as memorable as my as my PC gaming. Games. Well, uh, what what about uh, anything on PS2 that jumped out at you? Final Fantasy X. That's an easy question. Final Fantasy X, really? Why do you like Final Fantasy X? Man, that was another big one. I mean, that was a huge jump in graphics i think when final fantasy 10 dropped it was just like holy shit this is the yeah next big gen i mean these people look real yeah, I mean, look at fucking like... waka he looks like an <laughs> asshole <laughs> his muscles just kind of they pop out at me <laughs> yeah like you can... well, it was voice acting for the first time too right yeah 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 for I mean, final fantasy I think, rather i think it was the first time in final fantasy games they ever had actual voices in it that's right yeah yeah um like i played the other final fantasy games too um like on the on the ps1 i mm-hmm. I, uh, I had some friends that had a ps1 and we would play you know five facing nine five facing eight also um legend of dragoon all those jrpgs that were really big back then um 
But Final Fantasy X, man, when that dropped with the voice acting and the incredible that music, time, the music was stellar. It also it felt like a little faster pace than like the like seven, eight, and nine, you know. Yeah, yeah, it, it played so smooth. I think as it felt kind of quicker, snappier, and and I think it was the first time like the story really just like hit me hard. I played it all the way through. Like my brother played it first, and then I played it, and the story just like slapped me in the face. I cried several times. I don't even know why. <laughs> it was so bizarre, but like for some reason the the story really just hooked me and the characters i just was really invested in them and i thought that was insane like man gaming is so cool like that well that that came out in like 2001 so you're like what 12 13 something like that right around there yeah and so like i think that's when like also like i think as kids you're like growing up and you're like starting to realize like oh like stories can be cool in games Mm-hmm. like like oh i can actually pay attention to this and like get attached to these characters and like kind of yeah. understand what's going on and i guess yeah. that's also when stories and games also started getting a little bit more interesting and like better written like with voice acting and stuff like that mm-hmm. yeah i mean it sounds it seemed like uh it seemed like they put a lot of time and effort on making that story you know really kind of the one of the main drivers of that game you know in the past mm-hmm. it was all about gameplay and and you know just trying to get people hooked on the new mechanics of what games can provide to you and then here comes this where it's just this really f- fleshed out story and you suddenly like you're almost like you're playing a book you know you're, you're just well, yeah because like those older games since the art wasn't like as extravagant like you kind of had to fill in the details yourself Whereas mm-hmm. like they just come out and they just show you everything and fully 3D and it looks amazing and all that shit, you know? Yeah. Cool. I, I never uh, finished Final Fantasy X. Uh, I, do, I do remember loving the music, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, and, I even got so obsessed with it. I tried to learn a bunch of it on piano and oh, yeah. play it myself. But I mean, those are kind of my uh, cringier, darker tastes that I don't want to talk about. <laughs> Uh, apparently, did you know uh, Final Fantasy X is the fifth best-selling PS2 video game? Eight million copies sold. That seems low. <laughs> for the fifth best-selling game for, on the PS2? Yeah. Maybe at the time, it was pretty amazing. But there's like a there's like a I think the PS2 is the most the highest-selling console, I believe. But it's because most people just bought it for a DVD player. <laughs> right, yeah. They they really dragged that PS2 out, too. I mean, they... they I think, of... like, I'm sure it's, like, still getting, like, copies of FIFA ported to it each year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and they're, they're kind of the first pioneers, too, I think, to introduce, like, the slim versions of the console. Yeah, it'd be, like, a fucking PS2. $100 for, like, a, just a PS2, and it's, like, this, like, fucking flimsy-ass, like, floppy disc-looking thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it wasn't until later, you know, the other console companies kind of jumped on board that it was like, oh, we can make a slim version of the 360. Right. Like All right, uh, so uh, any other PS2 games you think uh, that were um, mean anything to you? We had so many. I, I definitely played a ton of games on the PS2. Uh, Rock Band definitely stands out as one, but we can. Well, that was on 360. Was it on 360? Did it not mm-hmm. come out on PS2? The first Guitar Hero came out first on PS2. Guitar, no, that's what I meant was Guitar Hero. Guitar, uh, okay, one yeah. and two. Guitar Hero 1 and 2 is what I meant. Oh, um, my God. Guitar Hero. Those were, the, those were you know, a couple games that definitely hit me hard and man, I, I'd spent way too much time. I tried to like memorize songs that way I could play them without looking and stuff like that. <laughs> I don't even know why, like who was I going to prove that to, you know, but yeah. What a, what a really cool thing that just like, just exploded out of nowhere. Right. Like who would have thought of like, Oh, this fake guitar playing game. Right. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it kind of just took the industry by storm and it, 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 it sucks that, you know, people don't really, played as much now it kind of faded away but mm-hmm. man at the time it was it was a monster i mean everyone knew about guitar here and if you were good at it everyone wanted to you know 
watch you play or learn mm-hmm. learn how to do it too you know it was yeah I, I never got on uh with the first game i didn't play until guitar hero 2 came out on 360 and i'm like a huge like rhythm game fan and so like i just immediately fell in love and like i love like classic rock and hard rock songs mm-hmm. and stuff like that so i'm like this is fucking perfect yeah did that uh did that game like influence like your music taste at all uh, I'd probably say a little bit. There was definitely a lot of you know songs on there that would stick with me, and then I'd branch out and be like, "Oh, what, you know, what other songs do these guys make? I've never even heard of them." And mm-hmm. you know, I, di- I didn't just listen to Paramore. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely, um, you know, tried out a lot. I mean, that was where I first discovered like all that remains because the oh, sure. six, was, six was on that game and. Yeah, a lot, a lot of like metal bands that I, you know, listened to all the way through high school. I discovered a lot of them from Guitar Hero. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. I don't know, is is wild. It's it's crazy how much that game made you feel like a rock star. <laughs> as like, <laughs> as, even though like if anyone like walked in on you playing, you look like the biggest doofus. Like yeah. when you're in the moment, when you crank it up for the the star power and you're fucking yeah. jamming out and you hit every note, you're like, fuck, this is cool. <laughs> yeah, no, even even today, like ever, like very occasionally, I'd say like once a year, uh, me and some friends will feel you know, uh, they will break out rock band. You know, and we'll play some games, and I can't help but to sit there and just feel like a total doofus, just like clicking these little plastic buttons and clanking, um, clanking on these fake drums. But it's still so damn fun. Like, yeah, I I don't think there's like a whole lot more fun than having like a full band and playing rock band for like two hours. <laughs> you know, like yeah. you're switching off singers, everyone's having a good time. Like, fuck, that's. Those are like some of the best memories I have playing games. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like you could realistically you go and make a real fucking band, but for some reason it's it's because well, really anyone could play it, right? Like even yeah. if like you're not great on guitar, you could play it on like you know easy or normal and still have a good time with everyone. Yeah, yeah. And you're quote unquote making music, but not really. <laughs> All right. Uh what what else? What what are some what are some games? Give give me give me something good. Oh man. From back then. Um, Did you have a GameCube at all? I didn't. You know, I, I really hopped on. I, after the N64, it really took me a long time to jump back onto that Nintendo bandwagon. And I, mm-hmm. I regret that because I there's so many good Nintendo games that are exclusive. I, I wish I had stayed on that that train, but I don't know. I, I, it took me a long time to go back to it. And so I kind of just had the PS2 and the xbox 360 for a long time um yeah the the gamecube is so interesting because it's it didn't sell well <laughs> it's so demonstrably worse i believe than the uh the 64 and there's like not an amazing amount of games that like are like must play there's like a wind waker and stuff like that right but like it was kind of just like this interesting weird side thing where like hey it's got a handle and <laughs> it's got Mario Kart so like you should probably get it I guess but not really wasn't it one of the f- I'm trying to think was it the first Nintendo yeah it was the first Nintendo console to use discs right they were kind of the first people to or- yeah and they used those fucking tiny ass discs yeah they which like able- pissed off like all the like <laughs> all the like producers and shit because like it's not a DVD. It's like this weird proprietary thing. Yeah, they tried anyway. to be different. Um, so uh, you got a 360. When did you get a 360? Um, it was probably right around when I was 15, 16. It was pretty mid-high school years. Mm-hmm. It was when Elder Scrolls Oblivion was really hyped up. Oh, fuck. Like, I just had it was one of those games where I was just like, this looks so cool. I have to have it. And so I mm-hmm. convinced my parents to give me a 360. And, and uh, yeah, I played a bunch of Oblivion. Didn't get very far, but killed a lot of killed a lot of guards. <laughs> stole a lot of stuff. You know, man, Oblivion. Like, well, did you ever play like uh, a lot of like RPGs and stuff? Or was like Oblivion like a pretty big like revelation? I, I played a decent amount, but. I do remember Oblivion just being so different. It was pretty mind blowing 
you know. Yeah, like I couldn't believe the amount of stuff you could do. Yeah, it was just it was overwhelming almost like how open world it was. I was so used to playing, you know, linear Final Fantasy or JRPGs and things like that. It was just kind of like, whoa, this is truly I can do whatever I want, whether I want to be a criminal or whatever. <laughs> yeah, like you could just you you leave that cave and then it's just like, hey, you can just go wherever you want. It's like, what is that allowed? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> And then, like, yeah, like, the fact that you could kill guards and just kill NPCs, like, I had never played a game like that before. I'm like, how is this even possible? And so, like, I right. would just spend uh hour, like, standing up until, like, 3 a.m. with, like, me and my friend. It's just like, oh, let's see if we can do this. Let's see if we can kill every guard in the city or some weird shit, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's how high can I get my bounty? <laughs> uh, so in the 360 era, you got Oblivion. Uh, did, it, did you get into any Halo at all? Any Gears? Yeah. Oh, gosh. I completely forgot about Gears. Oh, my goodness. I think everyone's forgotten about Gears at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely spent like a good, man, it was a good year, year and a half of just playing Gears almost every day. I actually met a lot of really cool people online that I regret never losing touch with. I met a really a lot of really cool people um, that we just played gears with. It was me and this guy named Austin from high school. Uh, we clanned up like everyone does. You find a clan of people that you like, mm-hmm. but then you play with those, those clans people every day. And man, those, it was crazy. You know, you kind of develop these weird online bonds with people that are like twenty years older than you. Right. Well, <laughs> that was like they're really cool people though. Well, that was in the era where like people were still talking to random people online in, in multiplayer games, right? Like you, yeah. you go into any multiplayer game nowadays, like it, it, especially on consoles, like it is so rare for people to actually like talk on mics. Like no one, no one wants to deal with that shit anymore. Like they just want to yeah. play, right? Yeah, yeah, it was so weird. I just remember this guy; he was like forty something, had kids and stuff. <laughs> you know, he had kids like my age. <laughs> But he was just talking, hanging out with us like we were just one of his guys. <laughs> like, yeah, that's so, a weird concept. Yeah, it's so cool. Like something like as simple as video games can just like bridge people together. That would be unlikely. Man, but uh, um, with the uh, Gear Gears of War, it gets a I feel like a bad rap maybe for like starting like the trend of like third person cover shooters. But like Gears was like pretty fucking cool and fun. Oh, it was just so unique at the time and so brutal you know you didn't really have very many games where you could literally chainsaw people to death you know like everyone was too afraid to do something like that your gun has a chainsaw on it like what hell yeah (laughs) yeah i mean and even just the gore you know you shoot with a shotgun and they blow up into like 20 different pieces like there weren't very many games that really you know branched out well, it also just looked incredible, right? Like, yeah. that was one of the prettiest looking games out there. It was so satisfying to just run up to someone, blast them in the face, their head explodes, there's blood everywhere. And just like, yeah, I feel I feel pretty badass right now. Yeah, you get that, that delicious head popping sound whenever you like headshot someone with a sniper. <laughs> or, or you get yeah. that torque bow, dude, when you fucking when you charge that up and you hear that thunk and then yeah, they explode. Yeah. Like, what a cool weapon. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the hammer of dawn <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know why people give that game a bad rep i mean yeah the last couple of games they've released for gears haven't been that great but i mean they they really turn the tide on on yeah like third person shooters i mean yeah it's just a shame that like they didn't shake up the formula enough for like two three and four like they're all solid games like like it's still fun to go through those in co-op and shit but like they don't do anything new it's still you go into cover you you peek over and you shoot and you do that eight hundred thousand times yeah but at least it looks cool <laughs> it's uh it's, it's also interesting to talk about the 360 period because this is when pc games like kind of were having a rough go of it it was like you either played WoW on PC or you didn't really play much. Like, it wasn't until like Half Life Two and Steam that like the reju- like the re- rejuvenation of PC gaming kind of came back into the fold. You know, right? Yeah, I mean, for the first however many years, it was pretty much all Blizzard. You know, if you didn't play a Blizzard game on PC, you weren't really doing anything significant. I played WoW, and so I was part of that crowd where, you know, I was heavily invested in pc gaming and 
playing WoW every. Yeah, talk about WoW a little bit because obviously that's a you played the shit out of that, right? Yeah, yeah, it's it's such a love hate relationship. Because, <laughs> you know, part of me obviously loves that game because I, again, I mean, I met so many great people in that game, and it was it really was a lot of fun. At the same time, God, I hated it. It was horribly addicting. I mean. <laughs> There were so many aspects to it that, you know, if you didn't keep up with it, you fell behind. It was as yeah. simple as that. And so you'd ha- you pretty much had to invest so many hours every day to be, you know, optimal. But I mean, besides that, it was still, you know, it still today is one of the greatest MMOs ever created. And mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, if, if I didn't have to pay to play it, I, I, I might still be playing it today, but I just right. don't want to pay the uh, subscription. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's really it's it's, it's interesting because like that's the one Blizzard blind spot I have. Like, no, never really played WoW at all. Like, I I didn't have a credit card. I didn't want to like ask my mom for like a credit card like yeah. idea. So like, I just never played it. But people yeah. talk about it so fondly. I mean, it's it's fallen off for sure. I mean, everyone knows that it's yeah. fallen off. But I mean, back then it was there. You was couldn't so fucking not things. hear about it. Yeah, everyone I mean, was playing WoW. <laughs> I mean, there's just so much to do in the game. Even if you just wanted to sit in a city and just talk in the general chat, I mean, there were so many people and. It really, I mean, I know there was a game called Second Life, but it really felt like almost like a second life. You were just in this right. whole different world. It was kind of the first time experiencing a game that was so big. You know, you were really just in a almost completely different universe. You could just dive into it and have this whole new persona about yourself. And it was just it's it's really indescribable but yeah like you come home from school or whatever you log on and then you're just there for the next six hours because that's where all your friends are right like yeah this is what like and i'm i can do this i can do that i can chat with people i can do a raid like it's just a whole way to spend some time yeah i mean i'd go to school do school work and be this sad lonely asian kid (laughs) (laughs) and i was this awesome druid that would tank raids and Get oh, you your tanky boy? I mean, back then I was I was tanky. Yeah. What uh, what was your character? I don't I don't know what. Um. Oh man. So the first survivor played on uh, was suggested by a school friend, and he had us play on Scarlet Crusade, which was considered an RP server. I don't know if you had an RP server. Yeah, role play. Yeah, basically. RP servers have much more strict rules on everything, you know. So if you wait, your first server was an RP server. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And so yeah, we were super nerdy. It was the cringiest thing ever. Basically, (laughs) in an RP server, for those who don't know what that is, if you don't RP, you could get suspended or you get banned. And so, basically, yeah, anyone you interact with should be like. Hail, brother. Oh, you had to like talk in like accents and stuff. You really have to, you know, (laughs) talk to people as if you're you're a Torin. You know, you're an You really have to be in character the whole time, which I mean, at the time felt kind of cool, but in hindsight, man, that was pretty fucking nerdy. Well, look at like the fucking hottest shit on Twitch right now is GTA RP. Have you seen all this? GTA RP? Yeah, people, uh, there's a ton of RP servers now in GTA. Like, it's uh, well, all the big uh, Twitch streamers are playing now, like Lyric and all them. Summit, yeah, Summit got really big doing it. Yeah, it's crazy right now. Wow, I, I did not know that. I'm very out of the loop, apparently. That's insane. Yeah, it's like a similar thing where, like, you have, to, you have to get into a queue in order to get into the server, and you have to take it super seriously or else you get kicked. <laughs> That's... That's so weird. That's really cool, but that, that is really strange. I never would have expected it yeah. from the GTA community of all of all things, you know. Yeah. 
All right. So what what else is there? Is it, we got any other? We're kind of running up on about forty minutes right now. We can go for a little bit longer. Are there any other games you want to shout? Oh, I guess we could get into League of Legends, huh? That was kind of another big well. one, huh? Yeah, I may as well dip into it a little. Bit. I guess if we have to, fucking League of Legends. <laughs> <laughs> how how did you get into League of Legends? Oh, it was really. Um... This friend of mine named Steven, he kind of just casually loosely played it while it was still in beta. And we had a LAN party one night. Actually, we were playing Diablo 2 at a LAN party one night. Yeah. Uh, and so we played up until, you know, 3 a.m. or something. We were in Act 2. And uh, we got pretty bored of it where, you know, everyone gets kind of bored of it in Act 2. Yeah, right. But um, so we got kind of bored, and he suggested, "Hey, you guys want to play League of Legends? It's, it's, <laughs> it's a good impression." <laughs> you know, back then, it was it, it looked really weird, and we were just like, "Oh, this is just one of those games that's free to play, and they'll never get off the ground. No one will ever play it." And so we downloaded it for shits and giggles, and man. That would have been around like what, 2009, 2010? Yeah. Yeah. I think this was about 2011. Because I want to say it was right after high school. Okay. Yeah. And that's where my life just went downhill. I mean, it was just oh, horrible. No. It was just this horrible roller coaster. Did you really get that, uh, that big in the league? I mean, yeah, but mainly just because I, it's all I would think about, you know, like, Oh, I, remember, so I remember being addicted to WoW, and it wasn't the same with League. Like League was just so different because I was also absorbed so much into the the Twitch scene for WoW. Like I was always watching streamers. Oh, you're always... a big TSM bro, huh? Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I still have like like a little bit of a remnant left of a sticker that's on the back windshield of my car <laughs> I, I still kind of have that on there a little bit it's it's i'm a little embarrassed by it but no nah, man time, ah whatever yeah because you you're the one who got me into league of legends after i randomly asked you i when the first time i made i'm like are you create do you play starcraft too like i'm some <laughs> fucking insensitive asshole yeah the first night we ever met you're great you must play apartment. starcraft yeah, you're just like, oh, yeah, you, I play StarCraft. I was like, oh, yeah, StarCraft 2 just came out. I guess, yeah, I do play some StarCraft. I'm not that good at that. You were better at me at it than I was, you know. But, and then you were like, oh, I'm playing. League. I'm like, oh, is that like Han? Because I was like playing Han because it was like <laughs> yeah. one of the only moments that had like a good Mac version of it because I didn't have a PC at the time. I only had a Mac. Yeah. So you fucking sucked me into League of Legends. Well, yeah, I mean. Mainly just because all, all my other buddies were playing League Two and we played every day, and I was like, "Hey, hey guys, I met this guy at college. His name's James. <laughs> he, he likes StarCraft. I invited him to play some League. <laughs> yeah, and, and here we are. <laughs> it's a good ass game, man. It's still a good game. Yeah, but... I mean, I, I, I don't, I, I can't talk shit on it and say that it's bad. It's just. I mean, I think like the base of the way, like everyone has like the sort of relationship with League, like it can give you some of the highest highs and give you some of the fucking lowest lows, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I was an angry league <laughs> player. I remember playing league with some of my closest friends and I would just fucking yell at them and be like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Why are you bought? <laughs> I, I just remember screaming at some of my best friends. It's like, man, looking back, I was like, God, I was the worst. I was so fucking toxic. Yeah, it's so easy to get invested in those games. Like, it's so easy to just like be mean to someone like who's having a bad game, and like you know that like this exact same thing is going to happen to you. Like, you've been in that feeling where like you fucking feed your ass off, and like everyone's <laughs> roasting you, and you're like, fuck. Yeah, and then you can't help it. It's like, well, I'm just going to talk shit bad at you. Well, you did this, and why did you buy this? Your build's so stupid. <laughs> like, yeah. Looking for things. That, I mean, like it was it was a horribly toxic community, but at the same time, I I don't regret those days. I had a lot of fun. Hell yeah, dude. What uh, what heroes did you mostly play? I don't, I don't know if I remember. It, it changed a lot. Uh, I I went from position to position. I'd say jungle was the only one that I was never really that good at. Like jungling is so damn hard. Mm -hmm. um, 
Um, I, I definitely loved the rush of carrying. So I started off playing a lot of 80 carry um, or marksman as they call yeah, you it. Play, right. You played a lot of Twitch, right? Yeah. I, back when Twitch was kind of this weird AD carry where not many people played him, but everyone knew that he was really OP. <laughs> I, I spent like some of my earliest RP on him just so I could own him because mm. I saw him in the game once. And I was like, he can stealth, you guys. Like, it's <laughs> OP. And so, yeah, I remember picking him up and he was the first person I got a Penta with. I got a Penta kill. Oh, nice. And I was just like, yep, I'm, I'm, I'm going pro AD carry with Twitch. you <laughs> the best Twitch player. Turns out Twitch was not very good until later, but... And then um, from there, I realized that mechanically I wasn't good at AD carry. You know, once I started actually, once I was, you know, max level and I started playing a lot of ranked games with people that were actually as good as I was, but wasn't very good, uh, <laughs> I realized, ah, oh, maybe I don't have the mechanics for, for playing AD carry. You know, I can't, I can't. Uh, well, it's easy to play AD carry. You just right click on stuff. You just. <laughs> Don't die and right click. I, I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. Um, what's the, what's the term for it when you when you move and right click? Uh, kite. Not, not kiting, but it was the. Oh, there's a term for. Orb walking. Orb walking. Or. Oh uh, yeah, it's essentially the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I I I wasn't good enough at orb walking, so I decided oh, I'm going to switch to playing. Um, casters. I'm going to play mid, and so uh, for many many years, especially since mid and top kind of mixed a lot back then i played mm -hmm. a lot of yeah just casters and big damage dealers just nukes you know mm -hmm. and I, I did that for a long time eventually i realized that you know all my friends are better at those stuff than i am <laughs> so i was like well i'm just gonna stick tanky characters so whatever position plays tanky characters because that's easy is when i what i switched this to and so I, I started playing a lot more top after that and i think that's Kind of where I left off. I played a lot of like Renekton and Jax and mm -hmm. and uh, and Nasus top things like that. And then nice. eventually, I don't know. All of a sudden, the game just faded out of nowhere. I just stopped playing it. And then yeah. To, you know. What uh, what was the highest rank you ever got to? Oh, man, I want to say I got to like platinum i don't remember where in plat but i know i was in platinum at one point this was back before they added a whole bunch of ranks down at the yeah, end yeah they've changed it so much over the years yeah this was back when i think was it diamond was diamond the best back then i think so something like that yeah i, I think i think it might have been back then i think like low plat was the highest i ever got um just solo queuing mm -hmm. i wanted to shoot myself in the face but <laughs> It tried solo queuing as a fucking support player. We have zero agency. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I forgot that you were so big into playing support. Dude, I was a huge Tarek and uh, Sona player. I played the fuck out of Sona. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, she, she was... I fucking love League of Legends, man. I still watch it every weekend, dude. I still really? keep up with the, the scene. Absolutely. Man, I, I can't anymore. I just... A, I don't have the time for it, and B, yeah, it's a lot of time. It's just I don't even know anyone in the scene anymore. I don't know any of the bros. Still got Bjergsen in there, TSM. I guess you were kind of out before TSM? he came in. Oh hell yeah, dude! No, I, I I definitely watched a lot of pros back when he first came on. I was like, oh my god, like Bjerg, he's gonna carry TSM to World Championships, and TSM will win it all. And they got close several times. I don't know how they're doing now, but. Uh, they are in the finals, actually. They play this Saturday against Team Liquid. Is Worlds going on right now? Uh, no, it's the LCS finals. Oh, it's still, still LCS finals? Okay. Yeah. Have you seen uh, what, what Bjergsen looks like with his new beard? Oh, God. I don't even want to know, dude. Dude, he, he looks pretty good, actually. I'm not going to lie. Really? If, you just go if you just Google Bjergsen right now and then look at the images. <laughs> I'm going to do it right now. <laughs> He looks so good. He's a big boy it's the, now. It's the top result. It's the top result on Google. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's not That's bad, not right? Bad. Yeah, he, he he looks older. He he looked too much like a baby before. So yeah, he's he's like twenty four, twenty five now. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I I, I kind of missed the pro scene because I thought it was 
really fun to watch. I mean, we went to MLG together. I don't know. Oh my God, that was so much fun. But I mean, I don't know. I just don't have time to watch esports really at all anymore. Yeah, I I always make sure I watch a CLG match because I'm a fucking moron and I'm a CLG fan. (laughs) So it's kind of interesting in that way, like how like every Sunday, like you would at least watch like that Chiefs game, right? It's kind of like that with CLG. It's like, I got to tune in, watch them play their game, and then I don't really care. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know like all the new heroes and stuff. I mean, I don't oh, know how it's 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 completely changed. Yeah. You would have no idea what's going on. Yeah, I'd be so lost, which is such a weird concept to me. But I would be so incredibly lost. I do. Um, I will say I do occasionally check into some pro CS:GO. Oh, really? Not not often, but very occasionally, I'll kind of tune into it a little bit, watch some highlights here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't know why, but that that's another game that really. Yeah, you you really, really got into that shit, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, just really hard. I really thought that I could, you know, just be insane at that game because I thought that my my aim was good enough and I thought my game knowledge was good enough. But I don't, know, I don't think my reaction time was <laughs> quick enough to keep up with. But I, I mean, I, I did all right. I did okay. Yeah, you're yeah you were great. I remember you used to get so upset with yourself who would play with you. We'd just be trying to like have some friendly comp matches and you'd get so frustrated with yourself. Yeah. I, I mean, that's, that's kind of just how I always was. I, mean, I, think, yeah. I think with any game I've played, I've always been like that where I just get way too competitive. And, mm-hmm. you know, if, if something goes sour, oh shit, it's my fault. I could have done better. And yeah. I think it's just my mentality with everything. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I got so depressed playing that game. <laughs> Yeah, that's another one of those games where, like, man, when things are going south and people are yelling at you on the mic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's so it's so dependent on your own skill, you know. In, in league, like, you had this team that yeah, you, you could at least get behind. carried. You could get carried, yeah, or you could even catch up. You know, you win a couple team fights, boom, you're back in it. But in CS:GO, man, if you're having a bad game, yeah. you're just not hitting your shots and like you got to be holding B by yourself or something like that, you know, and it's just not happening. It's, it just drags, just drags you down. Mm-hmm. Well, we've gone through so many years, so many games, so many wonderful memories with you, Shen. Thank you so much for coming on and chatting with me. I got to learn a little bit more about my friend. We got to learn about each other. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. Uh, but thank you for joining me. This, is, uh, this has been a lot of fun. Yeah, man, I had a blast. I, I, I'll do it again anytime. Just let me know. Yeah, all right. Well, uh, everyone, that's been uh, episode two of the Jamestown Podcast. Thanks for listening.